Valentine's Day. Oh, happy love day. Happy love day. Making sweet love. Yeah. Love, I'm making love, love, love right now. Are you here? Yeah. I got a, got a bunch of love in my pants. <laughs> nice, man. What was that, Chris? Yeah, he just came out with something. I, there yeah. was like a stepbrother scene there. Yeah. Live, 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 live. Oh, yeah. I thought I heard Beethoven there for a second, yeah, man. Uh, no, it is Valentine's Day. Uh, so happy Valentine's Day. And if uh, you're not having a happy Valentine's Day, then I. Wish you a better Valentine's Day. Uh, just have a good day. Yeah, I mean, whether you have love with another one or you just love yourself, it's just about love. You know I, what don't, I'm I don't care about Valentine's Day. Yeah, you know, it's uh, you know, it's a nice little day. It's a fabricated holiday to make you spend money on corporate bullshit. That's true. Yeah, I mean, that's every holiday. You <laughs> no, know, it's point. not every holiday. Pretty much. Nope. Yeah. Well, it was uh, green. It's like one of the. What? It's one of those holidays that was kind of like just uh, taken over by the church. Right, Saint Valentine took it over. It was this pagan Lupercalia tradition where they just ha- like ran around naked, whipping themselves with goat tails. Yeah. Remember that shit? No, that was actually it was yeah, the I remember church that, that like did it was that. yesterday. It was the church that did that. Uh, they ran around naked, slapping women with rawhide covered in blood, and then uh, helping fertilize them, if you will. So, oh yeah, uh, yeah. But- they they took over the pagan holiday. Yeah, I mean, fun stuff. If you if you go back, it's actually <laughs> I actually have uh, an article on like where that kind of came from. I don't really necessarily want to get into that, but basically, they're saying like there was two Valentines, right? Like two men named Valentines, both martyrs, uh, and they mm-hmm. believe uh, based off the of lore or lore that uh, when he was imprisoned for what he had done, because he was helping marry people that were uh, going against the governments, mm-hmm. right? That weren't allowing marriage. And so he was imprisoned, and he was sending love letters to his uh, to the person that he had tutored, a girl that he had met and was tutoring, and he would sign them "Your Valentine" because he was Valentine, his name was, and that's what stuck. So, uh, yeah, there's per the that, story goes per the story. Uh, but at the end of the day, it's uh, it is what it well, is. And then last year we did a whole show on Lupercalia. Yeah, Remember yeah, that yeah. shit. Yeah, I wasn't there for that. So, I don't think. Uh, I think you guys oh. did that show. Um, but I'm pretty sure, maybe not. I'm pretty sure you guys Was it last year? I think. Yeah, it was last year. Everybody go check it out. Uh, Regardless, it is Valentine's Day, and hopefully, uh, like I said, you have a good one. Uh, You don't have to go spend a bunch of money, but you know what? Just uh, telling your significant other how you feel about them, you know, just uh, making them feel special for a little bit, and that does not necessarily mean buying them a bunch of shit. Yeah. Uh, But just saying, you know, hey, I appreciate you, and uh, I'm glad you're in my life. That's what Valentine's Day is to me. So, uh, I really, as of yesterday's show, we were talking about the UFOs, and and, and guys I would mentioned, uh, we need to talk about the shit that's going on in Ohio because I feel like this is, you know, I just watched Chernobyl. I told you guys this. I watched yeah. that TV series Chernobyl, and uh, it's fantastic. And uh, the way that they tried to cover this up and uh, allowed people to stay there longer than they should have, and they were trying to go around and do the workarounds, I feel like <clears> this <throat> is, I'm not saying it's Chernobyl level. I'm just saying I feel like this is a cover-up like Chernobyl. Mm. Uh, what is your yeah, take? People, people have called it the Chernobyl of Ohio. And, you know, it's it's very prophetic that it happened in East Palestine, sure. Ohio. I mean, it's Palestine, I think it's pronounced. But, I mean, it's just like, you know, all of these things that are happening 
around the world. Yep. It just seems like earthquakes, you know, it's food shortages, the health scares. And now you have this train derailment, which is just a massive, uh, just underreporting health scare, right? Because that was a blunder. Let's just be real. The, yeah, the detriment of the 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 soot going into the air, the uh, vinyl chloride that is burning off that forms what hydrochloric acid. Yeah. yeah. Well, and it's not just the health scale; it's the health scare either because it's it's killing all plant life and animal life even. Because I seen a video just the other day. I don't know how real it is because obviously it's just somebody posting the thing. But she was like this. She walked outside in her backyard and had like a fruit tree back there, and she's like a few like last week this tree was alive and it had fruit on it. You can see the fruit still hanging on the tree, but mm-hmm. now everything's dead. Yep. Yeah, There's. I haven't seen a lot on the plants, which I'm curious about, because if it's in the air, like obviously your lack of oxygen well, for those plants. Well, there's a huge the fish, farming community. Well, the fish, mm-hmm. I watched a lady walking down the river, and they had the uh, they had the barrier in the river, the, the, oh, the river yeah. filter, and they were obviously trying to you know clean the river, but uh, beyond that was just uh, minnows, like little small fish, but all dead. I mean, hundreds of hundreds of fish. Yeah. And they came out and specifically said that uh, this has seeped into the water, that it is not toxic to you, but the fish are dying, and uh, that's part of the uh, problems. Like, with how this. is it killing the animals in the water? <laughs> it's not, yeah, everything's it's dying. Not, eh, not it's bad fine for you to drink. I mean, I wouldn't compare it to Chernobyl in the sense that Chernobyl was a nuclear situation and the radiation was, uh, uh, like, I'm talking almost instantaneous. Uh, how bad I mean, it obviously, it's not Chernobyl, no, no, no. but it's just like, no, but you it's, got, the, it's the blunder. It's the government response to it. You yeah. know what I mean? Well, so, the lack of, there's, yeah. no, there's zero response to it. Well, I mean, there was response, but their response was, let's blow, let's blow this fucker up and, <laughs> and cause more of an issue. And, and. Listen, I'm not in their shoes, okay? I'm not, you know, I'm not a scientist. I'm not in their position. I don't know why they felt that that was the best method to get rid of this. But here we are. There's a plume, okay? And uh, we're, we're all looking at it uh, where you can actually find it. Let's put that out there yeah. because good luck finding a lot of these stories on, on major networks. You know what I'm saying? Uh, there's a giant plume. And, and, Greg, you posted a video on our account the other day that you said kind of sums it up. Yeah, this sums up like the the effects, and it's like a dramatic kind of montage of just everything put together as far as what the news reported. Mm-hmm. Um, they're basically covering this up. It seems like yeah, you have what the people are reporting. You know, they're finding dead animals, dead fish, as you guys mentioned. Uh, you have one angry resident who sees these clouds rolling in, and he's like, "These aren't effing storm clouds." It's that shit they're burning off in Palestine. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's yeah. like people going nuts, deservingly so. I mean, we have a patron, you know, uh, family that's living in this mess. Yeah. I mean, I think Lauren lives uh, not too far away. She's talking about like uh, headaches and stuff. So, you know, be careful, Lauren. Hmm. But yeah, this video it uh, it's it's worth the watch. It, okay. it was a viral video that went uh, all over the place. So check it out. Friday, 20 of them carrying hazardous materials as flames lit up the sky in northeastern Ohio. The evacuation order is in place for anyone within a mile radius of the crash site. These aren't, these aren't storm clouds. This is the fucking shit! The fucking shit they burn off in East Palestine! This is not fucking storm clouds! That's creepy. Look at it! Yeah. I hope it is. This is horrible. That was a crazy story. 
fish. Talking about the death rate, the uh, officials are claiming that the air and water are safe. The residents say they can still smell chlorine. They've complained about their eyes watering when they go outside. And one woman says the noxious air killed her chickens. Out of nowhere, he just started coughing really hard and just shut down and went very fast. The fucking music, though, man. Yeah, right? <laughs> all right, you but guys can stop it. Um, I mean, you can see the, the detriment, the animals going crazy. Uh, yeah, you yeah. had a dead fox. I mean, there's... Ash falling uh, from the sky. Yeah, there's a great uh, thread out by Woke Society Scott, the guy who runs that show. Um, that guy's blown up, by the way. And he put out a great thread yesterday or a couple days ago. And it, it just goes through the timeline of all these events. I mean, the train, who owns the train rail company? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, you find out that Vanguard has a majority of the stocks in the train. So it's, I, it's you know, there's a lot of, like, what ifs, but... You know, including like that. What do you think of that uh, movie trailer? Like, there's actually a movie. I want to talk about that right now because that's okay. I've actually started watching that. Uh, I watched it way before this was out. It's on Netflix. And uh, if you, have you ever seen it? Have you seen that movie? Which one? The White Noise. White Noise with Adam no, Driver. I haven't seen it. So it's a no. it's a very odd movie. Uh, if you want, you can like pull up the the, um, the movie, like the actual the poster poster of it. Um, I started watching it. And I'll admit that I fell asleep about halfway through, not because I heard it, was, it was boring, dude. I, eh, I, don't, I don't know. No, don't it's know. really not that. Bo- it's a very slow movie. It's really not that boring. Um, it's just I was I was very tired. I mean, that's really what it came down to. Uh, but Adam Driver's obviously great. But here's the deal about this, guys. So this movie, um, this came out 2022, right? Um, mm-hmm. And uh, let me tell you, dude, it's a, basically about this family. Uh, the adults are kind of like starting to worry about death and, you know, like real life shit, you know, like they're having fears and shit of death. But at the end of the day, um, their lives are disrupted by a cataclysmic train accident. Okay. And this takes place in Ohio, mind you. What are the odds? What are the odds? Um, and it causes a chemical cloud over the town. Which is exactly what happens. Uh, it's an what? airborne airborne toxic event forces max, mass evacuation, which leads to major traffic jams on the highway. Uh, and then one of the scenes where he he goes to a gas station to refill his car, uh, he's exposed to the cloud. Um, and you know, there's a camp that they actually make where people are going to this camp. So they try to escape that. They end up in a river. Blah blah blah. But they talk about in this in the movie that uh, there's a guy in the movie who's ranting about lack of media attention that this is getting. Uh, concern for his home. Uh, everything seems to go back to normal, but he becomes pale, lethargic, emotionally distant from Jack, like his wife does. Like sickness, people are getting sick, uh, it, and it's it's boy. Hey, I, here's here's I'm bookmarking a scene from White Noise, and then actually the footage from East Palestine, Ohio, and it's side by side. I, I it's probably just, I mean not, Palestine looks. It, that, uh, it, it's fictional. It's a, it's a still frame, dude. It's a okay, 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 cool, yeah. But um, yeah, East Palestine actually looks much worse than what oh, they this act, is the from movie. The white noise. White noise, yeah. So that's my white noise. Yeah. And then what is this? Kablamo! Oh my god! Yeah. Now in the movie much, White much Noise, worse. they don't say East Palestine. They make up cities. Um, it, it takes place in I, I can't remember the name of the town, but uh, it's not. Was it Cumtown? 
That's uh, I think that's where it happened. <laughs> Come down, right? something like that. Yeah, but anyways, it's they they make up the town names um, to where where this takes place. So there is no somebody said like it happened in East Palestine, even in the movie. No, it did not. It, they made up a town name. It could be, but the locations even to film it were not even in uh, East Palestine. Palestine. Uh, but regardless, it's weird to me. That there's Dude, a it's movie. Predictive programming, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, you're talking about the cloud, the sickness, the ailments. Um, I mean, why Ohio? I mean, out of all the places, I mean, uh, there's trains all over this country. You know what I mean? Like this uh, derailment in the movie could have been in any city, any state. Uh, you know, it's. But Chris, could you please go to our bookmarks? Because there's some videos of this plume. And it wasn't just the explosion. It was the air that was drifting this thing. Yeah. I mean, go down just a little bit right below the uh, Patrick Mahomes tweet there. And it says, uh, this is from Citizen Free Press, dead fish everywhere, thousands of residents demanding testing. Cities hours away, scrambling to reassure the public that the water is safe. Look at this. Couple more. That one. Yeah. This, this, I mean, it's going like, what? how many miles is this plume? Oh, yeah traversing this uh, nation here look at that like <laughs> yeah what in the sam nuggets yeah look at look how far down this smoke trail goes yeah insane our fucking storm clouds <laughs> right yeah, just i can hear that guy yelling now you actually do the guy's voice better than he does yeah i think so. oh yeah <laughs> i think so dude i think you're right they hired me as his voiceover so what can i say you know what's even creepier dude like this scene right here is literally from chernobyl where there's the bridge over the train tracks and all the little like a bunch of the city people go to the scene and they're watching from the bridge as the fire's happening and they're mm. like man this is crazy all those people died uh, because they were literally just breathing in uh, radiation, getting ashes, uh, radiated ash on them. It's just, it's a wild situation, dude. Um, yeah, yeah, so I heard a, a story about what the government did after they found out about Chernobyl because um, in Moscow, they feared that the updraft winds would bring the radiation to Moscow, which would just be devastating, right? So what the uh, they did was, I guess, they cloud-seeded caused a ton of rain mm. to uh, basically bring down that radiation or whatever that uh, the toxic stuff in Chernobyl was, the rain was actually capturing it and bringing it down to the ground. So that yep. way it wasn't drifting it via air. Yeah, drift. but that's what killed people. Yeah. In Chernobyl. I, I know, but I'm just saying like, like what's... Yeah. You know what's going to kill worse well you know, i mean they, like actually the rain the rain was actually the biggest reason that it was so bad is it started raining it started bringing the toxins to the ground to people to the ground level because if it was in the air contaminated everything it was up in the air uh you know basically floating around and then the ashes and stuff were in the air so people weren't getting like high doses but once it rained everything got brought down and they were absorbing it almost into their skin and into the ground yeah and it was actually yeah. terrible that it rained. Uh, that was not a good thing at all. So um, that's that. That was the uh, the response there. And so I don't know. I mean, what do you do? Build a massive fan and just blow it up even further? No. Get a vacuum cleaner up there? No, I don't know. There's just not much you can do, man. Uh, but the idea, really, what comes down to is like them ex exploding the train. Uh, did they make it worse? I think that's the real question is, was it made worse by by blowing it up and causing even more plumes of this gas? You know what I mean? 
Like they just had a controlled burn of it, right? Yeah. It's funny that the plot to White Noise, it it happens in 1984. The, what? And well, and he's a professor of Hitler studies. Yeah. Oh, she's nice. Yeah. He actually, oh, Dupestein Steinhut. Yeah, the book, it was based on a book that was written in 1985, uh, which, you know, yeah. <laughs> you know. Uh, but that's so it was written a long time ago and it's his work and and so but that doesn't mean it couldn't be used for something else but um it, it's it's a weird one if you actually yeah. it makes I, I i don't know i guess it's a great publicity for the movie um people are gonna watch i guess right yeah, yeah no people, shit. well people were talking about uh and chris had the article up a minute ago but we don't need to find it but they were saying that the people that were in this this series are dealing with the effects of this right now uh even like the what ex- well because it was filmed in ohio and so all the extras and a lot of the actors that were in the in the movie oh. are actually actually dealing with it in real life because they oh, because they okay. live in Ohio because they were in Ohio. So can you imagine making a movie about this situation? You're playing a role like, hey, we need some extras. We need you in the restaurants, and, and then actually living. And it. then and, you well, know, you'd seem more prepared for it. You'd be like, oh yeah, I just dealt with this like a couple years ago when I was filming this. Uh, it's not a couple. Yeah, I mean, well, whenever yes. they filmed it, I yeah, don't, yeah, I, yeah. I don't know either. But I'm just saying. It's a movie, though. You know, it's like, oh, yeah, there's a hero, and this is what happens. But then in real life, you're like, holy crap. Like, there is no, uh, you know what I mean? Like this, I don't know. Uh, the only thing we haven't seen is camps, uh, <laughs> you know, because they do have, like, these kind of camps for people that are sick and shit, and uh, we haven't seen that. Uh, mm-hmm. But I would say it's, it's blundered as a whole because there's the explosion that happened. Then on top of that, they evacuated everybody, but then they let them back in. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and man, said, like, hey, everything's, everything's fine. Where they're We're all saying, good. like, yeah, they're saying like, hey, uh, yeah, uh, two days later, because uh, I mean, the reports were ridiculous. It's like everybody within one mile of this thing, shelter in place, don't go anywhere. This is uh, this, or, or no, actually, it was evacuate. Right. If you're within one mile of this place, you need to get the hell out of here yeah. because this ain't safe. And then if you're within two miles, shelter in place. And then just a couple days later, they're like, oh, yeah, we tested everything. It's fine. Oh, boy. It's like, no. It's not fine. Yeah, it's not fine. How could it be? Those well, aren't rain clouds. Well, here's the, yeah. Here's the thing, dude. Like, we need that on a freaking loop, Chris. <laughs> okay, let me ask you this. You're you're living in the area, okay, and you get an evacuation notice, okay? <laughs> There's something going on, toxins, all this crap, right? You need to leave, okay? Uh, then the government says, hey, guys, everything's fine. Like, do you just move back? I mean, really? Like, you don't think outside and be like, hey, listen, uh, this is toxic shit in the air. It's still burning like, I don't feel comfortable going back. Like, let's take an extended vacation. Sorry, boss. Uh, we're not coming back to Ohio right now until the shit is clear. Uh, I think most people do just go back. They do. That's yeah. But see, that's the, that's <laughs> what I'm like, saying. Just like, hey, we have this weird virus floating around the air. Everybody take this. Yeah. Dude, I saw this I meme to this morning. <laughs> it was like, things to do in Ohio. Leave. Yes. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, that's, that's where I would be. I'd be like, honey, uh, this town's fucked. We got to get out of here now, yeah. please. Yeah, man. Uh, a lot easier to say than to do, though. I don't know. Ohio producing two shitty things. You got these clouds and LeBron James. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's awful. But, Chris, could you go to the Woke Society's thread and then just click on it? Um, because this first image is the mushroom cloud, but then he has a video of the actual train exploding. Uh, we just and- we got to find it, so... So it's a green symbol. It says woke society. Yeah, on it. There it is. Okay. And then, uh, yeah, God, that picture. That mushroom cloud is I so know. creepy, dude. Yeah, this is crazy. Yeah. I mean, I, so we, we've seen bigger shit, but it's the fact that it, this the uh, 
ambiance of the whole thing. Like the clouds are dark around it. Like it's just creepy, man. Yeah, and then scroll down to that next video right below it. Okay, there's the like this is just incessant fire, incessant smoke, dude. Like, yeah. look at how burrowing this is. There we go. Kablumo. Yeah, that's pretty. Yeah, but just so so thick. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean we've seen like. Yeah, that's so, so thick. It's so thick. Happy Valentine's. Come on, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so thick. Yeah, it's so thick. black. It's just a it's thick so big black. and black and thick. It's just a lot of people haven't seen something this big and black uh, before. You know what I'm saying? And it's tube steak shaped. No, I don't know. Uh, yeah, it was. Uh, I mean, we've you know, seen like we've seen massive eruptions before many times. The issue is just that it's chemicals. Yeah. But now it's burning, and it's just burning this shit up in the air, and like. It's like burning plastic in a fire pit. You don't want to do it. That shit's toxic. Well, yeah, and then, mm-hmm. my thing is, like, did they not consult anybody about, like, the chemicals in these tanks and be like, what's the best way to, to clean this up? Dude, this was, was all directed by the EPA. Like, really? Yeah. They said, yeah. you know they what? The... Let's just burn it. Yeah, yes. I feel like Let's they... Let's set it on fire. Yeah, somebody's like, oh, we could just blow it up. And then they said, it sounds like a good idea. And then when this happened, they're going, well, fuck, how do we put it out? And they go, we can't. <laughs> Good job, you know, because like, how do you how do you stop this? You was know, Joe Dirt involved in this? I think Joe Dirt was involved in this. Oh yeah, he was actually. If you scroll down in that thread, dude, <laughs> there's a there's a video of a guy who looks kind of like Joe Dirt, but he's oh explaining about he does look like Joe Dirt. But listen to this because he's explaining on precision scheduled railroading, and basically how it leads to less uh, inspection time for these railroads. Look at him, watch. Rail workers warned us about disaster like this. I heard firsthand months ago about the corporate practice of precision scheduled railroading. Precision scheduled railroading is December 12th, uh, shorter staff, longer hours, longer trains, less safety, less maintenance. Do I have all that right? Oh, you got it all right. I okay. mean, a, a lot of the derailments that you're seeing on national TV is one of a few things. It's lack of maintenance on the track, where they've cut the track gangs too short and they can't get out to fix it or they've cut the Carmen's, which is the union that works on the rail cars. So uh, we have one derailment here in Northeast Ohio where a wheel flange was very thin and picked a switch and derailed the entire train. Luckily it was full of candle wax and not something highly volatile. Rail workers try- Luckily. Jeez, yeah, predictive much? Uh, they, and that's, a, that's the shittiest part of this, dude, is that the workers who are actually in the- this goes in all aspects of everything. The people that yeah. are actually working it and actually understand the process. Same with, like, we, we had that story about the uh, fire department in New York City, right? The new yeah. person comes oh, yeah. in, they start regulating, firing people, and they're like, yep. bitch, you've never even you've never even t- t- took out a fire. You've never even been in a fire. You have yeah. no idea what we need or what we do. And so it's 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 big government, bro. Yeah, and so the guy w- the, that uh, the interviewer was talking to was a 22-year-old railroad veteran. Working as you said, like for years he, on this he worked, railroad. He worked there for twenty two. Yeah, you said twenty two yeah. year old. Uh oh, twenty two year <laughs> I was railroad. Like, how do you how are you a veteran at twenty two years old? That guy is aged. <laughs> Out of the womb. It's like the coal He's mining like, shit, bro. I've been there since I, mean, I was five. You know <laughs> Benjamin Mama. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But they did say that they were uh cutting down inspections from three minutes per car mm-hmm. down to ninety seconds per car. So half and I don't time, know yeah. what the difference is there. I mean, uh, you know, I don't work on railroads, so I, mean, I imagine I, that cuts out quite a quite a bit of inspection time. I feel like three minutes is quick already, and then to cut it down to a minute and a half is is pretty ridiculous because you're basically just checking the major issues at that point. 
uh, making sure that you know everything's uh, yeah, it's on the tracks. <laughs> you know. Yeah, I mean, granted, that kind of stuff may or may have not prevented the crash in the first place. <clears throat> I, I don't know exactly yeah. what caused the derailment. No, I don't either. But with all the well, decisions made after that is what he is said. Ca- what has caused. What has happened? He was now. he was talking about uh, wear and tear of the uh, the wheel spoke or whatever the hell for the candle wax train. Yeah, you yeah, know it caused the derailment back when. But yeah. it's uh you know it's one of those things where it this was the 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 quitting of a you're laying off a lot of your workforce, you're not paying them much more. Yeah. So it's just what we saw during the big C little V mandates and shutdowns is you don't have enough work. You don't have enough workers, I should say, mm-hmm. and you're not compensating them for it. Well, they're getting wore out, right? They're working longer hours. They have yeah. more requirements. I mean, and you know, it's just like, what the hell do they do? Which and is you're, weird. You're skipping down on this time anyway, right? You're reducing the amount of inspection time. Yeah, it's kind of weird because when it comes to like these semi trucks and truckers, like they've limited how much they can drive. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Quite significantly, you have to be logged in. You can only you can only put in so many hours a day. And that's that's affected certain things, but on this turn, and see, I think it has to do with the the lack of connection we have to trains. I mean, there was a period of time where we were all riding trains. Their trains were a big part of everything. Like you saw them all over your town. Every town has tons of tracks, and I bet you most of them you don't even see trains on them anymore. Yeah. Um, so mm-hmm. the a- average person is not connected to trains. Uh, and so my question would be. How do you think the, the 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 civilians would react if they said, "Okay, all airliners, like all jets, for our thirty minute inspection and fueling, and we make sure everything's fine, we're actually gonna cut that down to ten minutes." Would you feel safe? Because no. I bet you not. I bet you if you were like, "Wait, wait, wait," you're cutting down in half or half the time. Let's say fifteen minutes, half the time yeah. that you were inspecting a plane before we take off. Like, no, 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 no. Like, yeah. you, I want a full inspection. I want to make sure we're good to go. Yeah. But see, well, that's because we ask- ride planes. We ride planes yeah. all the time. And it makes you ask, why? You know, why are they cutting down yeah. all of these uh, the inspection times? Why are they laying off people? It's because they make a shitload of money, man. Uh, according to this thread, the Norfolk Southern Corporation is owned by Wall Street billionaires, and their fourth quarter earnings were huge. Sure. It said uh, railway operating revenue was $3.2 billion, up 13%, mm-hmm. and income from railway operations was $1.2 billion, yeah. up 5%. So, I mean... They make a shitload of money by cutting off all of these regulations, which is weird, like you said, because they're adding all these regulations elsewhere in the world. Yeah, I I, I don't know that it's like this cutting regulations more than than just like cutting corners. I mean, regulations like I I want less regulations as a whole, because here's the thing. It's not about people know what they have to do. That guy that was speaking about the trains and the issues that they're having, he knows that like, hey, in order to have this function properly and be safe, this is what we got to do. And so regulations, what cuts, I mean, like, I think people can regulate themselves when they work in the industry is what I'm trying to say. They yes. can regulate themselves. They understand the process. You know, it needs to be done. Uh, but when it comes to making money, cutting corners is well, uh, cutting regulations. I mean, here's you're the like, thing. We don't know the about safety. the business. Go ahead. Sorry. True. But I mean, you're, you're cutting out inspection time. I mean, that's a regulation. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, is how many people lost their jobs over the past couple of years? a lot okay so my my thing is i don't know what this company did or didn't do per se or what how many people were let go because they didn't do certain things okay and so what it comes down to is a lot of these businesses lost people they lost uh they fired people or people decided to quit because it was too much and then they made it work with the people that they had by working them to the bone 
and then they're making profits because they're paying less, but they're still getting a lot of people coming in. And so that that to me is not – I don't know that they went out and fired them intentionally, but they were following, like, quote-unquote orders, and then they were just like, hey, this isn't so bad. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. we just have less people, which means less time to do this. But at the end of the day, if we have one failure, eh, we're still making a shit ton of money. Yeah, for them, the risk versus reward was better. Yeah. Well, and that's what I think they're going to find out. I mean, and we just saw – I mean, several derailments yesterday. I know one was caused by a truck you mentioned yep, over yep. in Houston, Texas, and then there was one in South Carolina yeah. that just derailed. It also yeah. looked like, uh, I haven't heard anything else about it, but it also looked like it was carrying like some kind of liquids. It had like the those kind of cars on it. Yeah. I mean, this I is coming from ABC News. There was more toxic chemicals on the train that derailed in Ohio than originally reported. And again, that goes back to the whole sentiment of like, they're not telling you everything, yeah. probably because they don't even know everything, but they're also trying to keep this like hush hush. They don't want people to get panicked. They don't want people to get freaked out because they just watched uh, white noise on Netflix and all of a sudden the shit's reality. Because that's what it is. Mm -hmm. Now, even if you say that it's not predictive, right? Let's say that movie is a standalone. That guy made it. There is no prediction. People did watch it. It was. It did have Adam Driver. It's a big movie. And so people are in their head automatically going, holy shit, we're going to have camps, bro. People are going to get well, sick. It's just like what happened with uh, The Big C, dude. Yep. What's that uh, Matt Damon movie uh, You know, where everybody got a pandemic? Yeah. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, they watched that movie. That movie was just like, did this predict The Big C? You know what I mean? So, I mean, they were saying what? They had vinyl chloride on the on this initially, right? Highly volatile, yeah, so colorless it was on gas. Its, on its way to make PVC pipe, polyvinyl chloride. And, uh, you know, you just have this large gallons, I mean, hundreds or tens of thousands of gallons of this vinyl yeah. chloride. Yeah. Well, they're also saying among substances were ethylene glycol monobutyl mm -hmm. ether and yep. isobutylene. I don't, I'm, I'm probably saying those wrong, but... That's, that's good. Uh, what I'm saying is just like we're we're getting to a point where there's obviously other things and you know how combinations work like how do you what is what do those things do how do they react how do they react to flames how do they react when they come together yeah um and and we're seeing fish die I mean like <laughs> yeah no they said it was uh carcinogenic all of those uh that you just mentioned those additional chemicals so there's actually a video in our bookmarks um by news nations. And it says, after a train derailment, East Palestine, Ohio residents are worried about returning home after their town was covered with toxic chemicals. Now there are concerns of uh, that there were other chemicals being carried on that train, not just, as you mentioned, the vinyl chloride. So it says in this article, the toxins that burned in the wreckage had the potential to be deadly if officials did not order evacuations in the region, uh, an expert told ABC. And it says, however, once the controlled burn was complete... The only risk of coming in contact with the toxins was if they were embedded in the soil, which then had to be dug out. Uh, and I, I, I just don't understand. Like, there's no way they dug all that shit out already. No. And if it rained again, you know, now it's, uh, yeah, it's you got it in your soil. In like, soil. I just I feel like they're trying to make it out to be this like, uh, you know, eighth of a mile, square mile kind of vicinity when in reality it could be very, very big. Yeah. Well, and they just reported that they found contaminants in the Ohio River yesterday. Yes, they did. And that so was they, they confirmed that they tested it downstream of all of this mess. Yeah. And there it is. Well, what the there hell does it, you think is going to happen? You have all this shit everywhere. And then and then if it, it is as innocent as, oh, it rains and it's all in the soil. Well, that rain water goes somewhere. Yeah. It goes everywhere. It goes everywhere. 
Yeah, and it obviously it could dilute more and more as it gets into more areas. I mean, there's always well, and that if possibility. it's like some places, like they they gather up and they filter and clean all that rainwater through the the city drain mm-hmm. system and all that shit. So it's literally getting everywhere. Well, and the question is, is how much is enough, like to fuck you up? Yeah, and right? I think they need to explain that to people. Yeah, yeah, uh, because and, and, if it's if it's a dilute form, that's that's great, but yeah, nah, not so good still. Like, how dilute does it have to be? Well, and also, like, what, what long-term ramifications, but you're talking about the same thing. But, like, when you're talking about, like, Chernobyl and the radiation, that you're talking about thousands of years that radiation can survive, mm-hmm. uh, that it penetrates the ground. And, and that's why, to this day, very very few people even go into Chernobyl because it's highly, you know, it has a lot of radiation. There's a lot of radiation there. And it has— hey, guess what? What? Chernobyl's a myth, okay? Oh, it boy. never happened. Well, maybe. It's um, a government conspiracy. Possibly. Well, I don't know. and we're not saying— this is going to have like radiation effects. No, no, no. But I mean, I, people would like to know at what point is any of these chemicals that were spilled diluted enough to where they're redundant? Yeah. Like, when? How long is the life of it? Yeah. Uh, does it? Is yeah. it something that disperses and maybe like a week it'll it'll finally clear itself out and become a nothing burger? Uh, but then again, it's like. There's no way by the time that people got asked to go back to their homes that this was completely fine. There's no way. No. I don't believe that no. at all. I, I do have another quick article. I'm not, I'm not going to go through it like I have been. But uh, Palestine, Ohio, family moves out of home as sudden headaches and foul smells spark eco-disaster fears. And so you got people saying, um, if it's so safe and okay to return home, then why does it hurt so bad? And that Exactly. Is, that is yeah. a really fair question, dude. Like, if you're said, like, hey, guys, everything's fine. Go home. You know, just uh, you know, try to try to stay inside, get some good airflow. But you're going home to headaches, um, pain, no. nausea. Uh, no, no, that's probably not a great smell. Anytime you smell foul smells, yeah. gassy smells, like what do they tell you when you smell something in your house like rotten eggs? Get the fuck out because you got a gas leak. You know what I'm saying? Or a demon. That could be a demon, dude. Uh, yeah, you the, know, the it could be a demon, demon smell, smell like that rotten yeah, egg that, smell. That's you know? true. That could be a, a fucking <laughs> demon, dude. Uh, this guy is quoted though in this saying that they haven't really told me anything useful and when they did tell us we were already given the okay to go home so there are people already home um and that's what he was telling uh, jesse waters on primetime so it's just one of those things where it's like deep yeah. down they may know that like boy this doesn't feel right it doesn't you know I'm, i've got headaches this isn't right but they're telling me it's fine and that's where i would just say like damn yeah you know Trust your guts, bro. Like, forget the, what people yeah. tell you. Like, if you feel like it's not safe, go somewhere. Go on a trip. Uh, get out yeah. of town and just let this thing blow over literally. So here's this thing, though. Apparently, according to this Woke Society's thread, in 2012, a derailment happened in New Jersey. And you had 20,000 gallons of toxic chemicals that spilled into the air. And Obama was pushing for rule changes to make these trains safer mm-hmm. with ECB brakes. So, I mean undoubtedly this is going to cause some sort of regulation kind of spur right from the federal government and it it probably it should but like the real question is is like with what like really what it comes down to is what the man said uh you've cut out a ton of hours you've cut out a ton of workers and uh, we they just need to have more people making sure that's fine we don't need more regulation we already have good regulation these people know what the fuck they're doing just let them do their job is really what it comes down to. Yeah. Like quit, you know, being greedy. Yeah. Let, well, he was he was saying that chemical lobbyists pushed against the ECB breaks and the Obama regulations and whatnot, and ultimately won, which left the door open for more disasters, quote unquote. I mean, that's what they're saying, uh, and maybe. So like obviously, yeah. there should be you know we should be examining the trains. We should be making sure. But listen, when you go out 
to a major city or even not a major city and you just see trains have you ever just looked at it and been like god damn that thing is old as fucking piss bro yeah like it's all graffitied up rusty as shit uh yeah you know and it's like uh you well, know i don't mind the graffiti no, the graffiti can be all right. It's <laughs> it kind of cool. It looks cool. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, and are they, they supposed old. to squeal every time they break? Yeah, it's like metal. Well, it's, yeah, just... it's metal on metal. I mean, yeah. if it was a different kind of wheel on a different yeah. kind of whatever, it probably wouldn't. But that's it's metal okay. sliding against metal. Yeah, I mean, you're gonna get that noise. That that's not really it. It's just I, I have a feeling. It's that... kind of satisfying anyway, because I'm like, okay, it's doing something. I can hear it. The train. <laughs> I mean, satisfying <laughs> is a very odd word to use for it. It's it's piercing. Uh, but it's, yeah. you know, it's a train sound. I don't know. It's just, you're right. It's just the sound of a train, dude. But Dave, remember the lead singer in our old band used to train? live by a train track, dude. And it was just like so obnoxiously, it would shake his damn house every time. It was like 20 minutes, every 20 minutes. God, I'm trying to, was that, oh yeah, Andy? Yeah. Yeah, I do remember that now. Shit, I forgot about it. It was ridiculous, dude. I'm like, how the hell can you live here? Was that the Kelso house or the Longview house? Yeah, I think it was over in Kelso, dude. Okay, okay, that's cool. But right by the damn train track. There, I've been Shook to the house. Yeah, I've been to a couple houses where, you know, uh, the big thing for me up when I was up on the hill up there is like there was the train uh, in in the Kelso area, and for whatever reason, the way that the the hill was that I was on, like it wasn't anywhere near a house, but it was so fucking loud, the horns and shit, it would mm. just like come up the valley, and I'd be like, yeah. you know, I'm like Jesus. I think it's way far away, and it's just it's just the perfect root of sound, um, the perfect acoustics that allowed it well, to the, the, interrupt the my best sleep. Is the, uh, the best is the foghorns, because oh, yeah. I remember uh, when I was, you know, a youngin living at my mom's house, yeah. and I was high in the morning. You know when, like, you wake up after, like, you're just really high? <laughs> sure. And, like, you got you got you toss over, and you're like, wow, this bed feels really fucking yeah, good. Yeah. And yeah. I would just hear the, ooh. Yeah. The foghorn in the distance, and I just fall back. Asleep, that, those are usually that was from, days. That was from the port, though. I think yeah. uh, those are usually like usually the like ships, ships and shit, dude. Yes, yeah, yes. those fucking big old, you know, it's eerie fucking War of the World shit going on. You know what I mean? Hell yeah, hell yeah, <laughs> hell yeah, baby. No, it's uh, dude. Listen, we're gonna keep going, but I, I do want to jump into Lucy. Yeah, what do you say about that, man? Yeah, well, you're gonna have to give me a second here, Dave. Okay, that's fine. We'll, we'll we'll do it. We'll talk about some nicotine, some normal people shit. You know what I'm saying? So here we go, everybody. Not everyone uses nicotine, but if you do, listen up right now. Get ready. This is an ad for Lucy Breakers. If you're one of the millions of adults who use nicotine, you know that not all nicotine products are the same, and there's one new product that stands above the rest, and that is Lucy's Breakers. They are the only nicotine pouch that gives you a blast of flavor from the first moment all the way to the last. Absolutely, man. I, listen, I am a nicotine user. I do use nicotine every day, every single day. And uh, when they sent over some samples for us, I got to tell you, I was hooked. This stuff is amazing. A long-lasting, great mouthfeel, uh, and the and the flavors, man. I think the flavors are actually really good, and I'm not one to really like those kind of quirky flavors, but they're excellent, man. Uh, so wintergreen, uh, all that stuff is where I'm at with it, but you guys should try it out because I think it's incredible, and I think it lasts long, and it's bigger than their little, you know, other brand pouches. So, yeah, I would say go get this now. All right, so whether you use nicotine while working, creating, or playing, Lucy's Breakers are the intelligent choice, and mm -hmm. we've got a special deal for our listeners. That is $10 off your first order when you use that promo code PARDON, Pardon. at checkout, and shipping is always free. That's lucy.c. Oh. oh. 
Promo code PARDON. Get that $10 off and free shipping. Visit lucy.co for more details. And we thank Lucy for sponsoring the podcast. Yeah, here's that fine print, guys. Lucy products are only for adults of legal age, and every order is age verified. This product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical, but I still recommend it if you are a nicotine user because it helps me out a lot. Yeah. Great mouthfeel. Great mouthfeel. These aren't storm clouds. See, here's the thing. <laughs> I'll say this. Uh, you know, just like if you don't use uh, pouches, you know, in any form, whether you use tobacco pouches or nicotine pouches, doesn't matter. you won't know what I'm talking about. But mm. when you do, when you know, you know. You know what I'm saying? Oh, so okay. yeah. there, there is something things. about it. Some of these other brands, like they're really thin and it bothers me. You know what I mean? Like it's too too small for mm. my pockets. You know what I'm saying? Too small for the, to fit in your mouth. To fit you, know? in my you like that a little bit of mm. plumpness. Yeah, man. So a, a plump in your mouth? Yeah. Uh, let's sure. let's go with this, uh, guys. What what do you think is going to happen here? I mean, what's the what do you think the ramifications are of it? If um, anything, is it going to be a big deal? Is it not going to be a big deal? Like, what do you think? It de- <sighs> the ramifications. It depends. Uh, it depends how bad it is on the ag- agricultural part of things for me. Honestly, mm-hmm. obviously, uh, if they bring it in, bring bringing people in too quickly is going to make people sick. I mean, people are already complaining about it. It's affecting them. That's probably going to be a thing. If they're constantly breathing it in for however long this goes, this might have uh, health concerns later on down the road. Sure. Uh, but initially, I imagine if the if those videos and people's claims are true that it's killing off plant life, I imagine the, the farming side of things is going to get hit pretty hard. Because I guess uh, Ohio is like the number one producer of like soybeans and like all kinds of shit like that. All types of shit, dude. Yeah, I mean, I just there. I think that they're gonna try to squash this as much as they can, like they have been. They're mm-hmm. trying to uh, stamp the story out of the news with anything, because it, it, you know it, this is a major ecological catastrophe, yeah. and they have nothing to say and do about it, other than just say, yeah, uh, egg on my face, yeah, we screwed up, uh, sorry. You know what I mean? But that's not going to be good enough. Like, you can't hide this story. Yeah, you can't. It's too big. The The clouds are too big. Yeah, I, I, I feel it comes down to, like, the big True. question is how long does this stuff last? Uh, mm-hmm. You know, when you talk about, like, is it something that's going to dilute down? Is it something that will eventually evaporate into the neathers and we'll never see it again? Is it something that sticks around? Because to Chris's point, I, I think the soil, the water, um, if that's something that does hang around for any length of time like it could really have some ramifications down the road for sure and then breathing it in uh, i don't think again it's not this is not like we're all our faces are going to turn red and we're going to get radiation poison and start growing fourth eyes and shit third eyes fourth eyes well you know i I figure third eyes is already used with chernobyl so we'll go four eyes on this one but there are oh, I thought you said four thighs. That's what I thought. Well, four I like, thighs? I thought you said we're going to start growing four thighs. I feel like people already yeah. have four thighs <laughs> in some aspects. But regardless, that's I don't true. I don't know that we're going to see, like, who knows what, you know, as far as birth defects. I mean, that's what you saw in Chernobyl, right? There, it was long-lasting cancer, all kinds of shit going on. And then on top of it, fish getting deformed, humans that were born were sick as shit, uh, if not dead. Uh, so I you know what that's I honestly not what the case did? Is. The first thing I did when I saw this story come out is I went right to, well, one word, Simpsons, okay? I went right (laughs) to the Simpsons, and I was like, did they predict this? And I couldn't find anything about a train derailment Mm. in the Simpsons, so I don't know. Um, I looked up uh, how long does vinyl chloride last, Uh, and they said most of these new substances also travel into your blood. Once they reach your kidneys, they leave your body in the urine. Most of the vinyl chloride is gone from your body a day after you breathe it or swallow it. 
The liver, how much though? The liver, however, makes new substances that do not leave your body as rapidly. So like formaldehyde and all that shit. Yeah, right? I, I'm not sure. And again, this is like real, like just skimming the surface on this stuff. But um, and that's like how long does it last? How long does it last on the surface of soil that's exposed outside? I'm not seeing you know anything. What I mean? Yeah, right off the top. <clears throat> I think it lasts quite a bit, bro. Because it's uh, it, says, it says vinyl chloride is a chemical known to cause cancer, poisons the air breathed by workers and people living in contaminated communities. So, I mean, not good. Are you going to see a cancer surge in the next you know ten years? Because that's exactly yeah. what happened with Chernobyl. Is that there was a massive amount of cancer um, that happened yep. in the years coming after it, and uh, obviously you would expect something like that with something that bad. So. Well, and you know, it's uh, it makes you think. Like, uh, are they trying to have these catastrophes happen in pockets of the world to cover up for other things that might cause uh, disease? You know, that people have put in their bodies. Yeah. You know, I'm just just saying. I mean, they're saying like, obviously, like, how can you reduce exposure to vinyl chloride? Um, avoid drinking or cooking with water contaminated with that. Good luck. Uh, installing an in-home activated uh, carbon filter can remove most of the vinyl chloride from the water. Using Berkey, boi- everybody. Yeah, boiled water uh, will also reduce exposure. And so, basically, this part of Ohio could turn into fucking Detroit, uh, where you have to boil everything and make sure that's safe. Yeah. And uh, it's like, damn, are, you know, look, look, let me, let's go to that real quick. How long did it take for Detroit? To, I mean, it's still not fixed. Yeah. You know, no. so when it comes to these things that are problematic. Flint, Michigan, too. That's what I mean. Flint is the primary one I'm talking about when I say Detroit. But my point is, is like the government's not all that quick about fixing the problems and they don't really care if your water is that great. Yeah. And so if this is contaminated water, they're they're just telling you like or that guy ground or ground. Yeah. It sounds like it's not just water, bro. It's like no, it's the, the actual plants and animals and I know produce. But, but they're coming out in pressers and saying like, hey, yes, the fish are dying. That is one of the side effects. But the water's fine. We're fine. Uh, and they said that same thing with Flint back in the day that. Guys, it's not that big of a deal. It's just a little bit of like earth, uh, <laughs> you know. I always, rust. Go, I always go with my gut. If the animals around me are dying, it's probably not safe. Yeah, that's true. But that's you using yeah. your gut instincts. <laughs> I don't. I don't think a lot of people do that. So I would just say, if you're in the area, maybe don't be in the area. Um, if you're in the <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, listen. Hey, uh, you know what? Like, it's inconvenient. It sucks. Uh, but here's the deal: if it, we where we grew up, there was uh, major plants and shit in that area. And those yeah. plants had been talked about in the news before. There was a chemical plant over in the Mint Valley complex area. We have the wood logging, all that stuff there, which yeah. are pluming up stuff. And paper uh, mills. But they were talking about the chemical plant many years ago, and they said, Man, if this thing ever exploded, be it would be terrible for the uh, for the community. Yeah. And remember so, the name of it? I don't remember the name of it. No. Trojan. Uh, no, oh, yeah. no, 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 no. That was that was the nuclear plant. That was the power plant. Okay. Yeah, that's a nuclear power plant. They they destroyed that a long time ago. If you go down. Uh, industrial way, Greg, there's a plant to your right um, that is just kind of sitting out in the field by itself before you turn to Walmart over there. You know what I'm talking about. Uh, but that yeah, thing produces it's, chemicals. It's that oh, abandoned like place. Is it the one on the left that's abandoned? Mm, I don't remember. Yeah, it used to be a Reynolds. No, I don't think that was Reynolds. Oh, okay. I, 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 I don't think that's what it is. It's on the right side when you're going to oh, right, yeah. out towards your parents' house and shit. It's on the right side there before you turn in to go towards Walmart. But regardless, mm-hmm. I don't remember what it's called. It may be rounds, I doubt it. But re- the point is, is it's inconvenient. If something were to happen, you have to evacuate, right? And so that's part of being prepared for anything. Like your family should have, you know, preparedness, even though it may never happen. It's just the idea of having having stuff ready to go. 
having uh, an idea of where you would go if something were to be catastrophic. Because it's not just chemicals. It's, it's, it's tornadoes, bro. You know, it, it could be anything, uh, major flooding, anything. Like, you have to leave the area, and you have to figure out where you're going to go. And no one wants to do it, but you have to. And so I know your home is there, and everything seems fine. They're telling you that, for the most part, it's pretty safe. Uh, I would just say, like, if you have the opportunity and the ability to go somewhere and stay with family or mm-hmm. to get out of the state or get out at least out of the county – uh, where the wind's not blowing, like maybe that's a good idea. I don't know. Um, well, and it sucks because it's like you're not selling your house right now. You know what I mean? If you live in that area, no one's going to want to move in there. Oh, for sure, dude. It's, it's putting a halt on a lot of stuff. I mean, yeah. everything. Uh, it's not just that. Like our trucks, one, you know, depending on the situation, our trucks even want to come in with new goods. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah I'll just avoid that whole uh, that whole city. That's kind of a, uh, I'll just, yeah, that plume's a little, a little concerning. Yeah, I mean, regardless of just like what we've talked about, I I feel like the the effects of this is going to last quite a while, just on the economy of the area. We'll see. Yeah. When is it going to happen again? Because, I mean, my God, the fact that South Carolina just had a derailment and Houston had one caused by a truck, but it's like... What the fuck's that truck doing? Come on. It'll probably happen again. It will. But it's, it's not... I mean, it, it doesn't, it shouldn't happen, but it, this happening isn't the problem. It's what they did after it happened, what caused the mm. biggest problem. Well, it's actually, I would argue that it's before. What, it, uh, it's both, yeah. It's both. Well, it's, I mean, it's, it's both, but the, none, it wouldn't be as bad as it is if they wouldn't have blown it up. But it wouldn't be, it wouldn't have happened probably at all if they would have actually checked these cars you know do, i'm, I'm do, just saying derailments are going to happen they will that regardless they're well, gonna they're gonna happen that's the houston situation right like yeah. that had nothing to do with uh you know at the least so far of the, the structure the train. yeah it, it had nothing to do with how capable the train was yeah. it had everything to do with that a semi truck went across the tracks it was hit yeah and when you hit something that big obviously you have the possibility of derailment so they're gonna happen and I, my big thing is, is like, what are they going to do as far as, is this going to be a selling point? Uh, why we need to get rid of gases, natural gases and other such things, uh, you know, because it's bad for the environment. Because where's all the uh, environmentalists right now freaking out? I don't see them out protesting yeah, uh, anywhere about like, you see, this is why we don't want this, blah, you know, and it's a good selling point. Let's be real. Like we're talking about it. We're going like, Jesus, this is not a good look. Like these gases are horrendous. Um, yeah. So maybe having better tankers, maybe having dual wall tankers. I don't know what how they actually work right now, to be honest with you. So, well, yeah, that's the whole problem. Is like it's one of those, I guess, professions that not a lot of people know about, right? Yeah, I yeah. mean, train, uh, just mechanics and and taking care of train cars. You know, it's like it doesn't seem like there's a lot of professionals that are out there that, you know, it's not like a widespread common thing that you have to work on. Yeah, like you said, yeah. like. No one takes a train anymore. They're taking planes or their own car. But, I mean, they're used so much, and that's what's crazy is they're still used for everything as far as transporting, you mm-hmm. know what I mean, across country. I knew a guy in Portland uh, who worked for the tr- one of the major train companies, and he was there for, like, 40 years. Uh, he was retiring right when I was leaving Portland. He was retiring from the company, and he would just say, like, man, it was it was an amazing job, but he's like, it's, it's gone downhill so much. Like, the uh, the people that are coming in, the younger guys that are starting to run this thing are just, they're clueless. They don't know what the fuck they're doing. And uh, all the old timers, the guys that's been there that know what the hell's going on, they're just leaving in droves. Uh, and that's scary because anytime you get these people coming in, again, that don't know what they're talking about or trying to implement new things that have no 
knowledge of actually working in it um, can really be problematic for any industry. And, and yes, and you know what's scary is that's happening in all industries, man. It it's is. not just uh, it's not just the trains. It's like everywhere. You see highly qualified and certified individuals that have been on the job for decades mm -hmm. leaving, mm -hmm. going to other businesses, going maybe just retiring. Yeah. And then, yeah, what are you left with? A bunch of newbies that don't know what the fuck they're doing. Well, and it, it has to, you know, it's kind of breaking off a little bit, but it has to do with a lot of like the uh, inside hiring that is no longer happening, right? It used to be you could work yeah. yourself up through the company. You become, uh, you, you know, become a supervisor, become a manager, you become a regional supervisor, you then become, you know, where you're working in the actual offices. And then maybe you're a CEO at some point down the road or you run the company or however that may be. And it's like now, even in the company that I was in, it's like you have all these people that have spent 40 years working in the company. You have people that have been in the office for 30 years that know how the company works. They understand their goals or everything, the morals of the company. And then they hire somebody that came from Walmart. They hire somebody that came from Albertsons, like somebody that's completely removed from our industry, uh, the totally different style. And they're like, well, but they, they, they're a multi-million. I mean, Walmart. I mean, Walmart's huge, right? Like they would know what to do. Like they have new ideas. And it's like, hmm. But they don't know the fabric of this company and how we operate and the, and yeah. how we're not Walmart. We never were. So it's, you know, you start getting this new stuff in here and they start running on models that are proven in other industries, but not in this industry. And so it just leaves where people were. I mean, when I was leaving the company, people were frustrated, tired and uh, really annoyed with the new changes. And that always happens. Well, yeah. It always happens, it, but what sucks is like um, when you would have those new employees that come out from outside of the business instead of like hiring within the business, you'd have uh, these qualified people yep. that have been there for a while train them. Yep. You know. Yep. And if those those qualified people are gone, who's going to train them? Yeah. You know, yep. so it's a catch twenty two for the business. Like retaining the qualified individuals for a business right now should be the number one goal. Yep. No matter what you got to do, like retaining your employees yeah because otherwise you're walking backwards you're yeah, starting you're whole, starting the yeah. trend you're starting a trend of going in reverse where yes the the elder may have trained the kid but that kid's knowledge and just the the, the people that have been in the industry can just on the spot go holy shit this is what we got to do this is what we got to do like yeah. but even if you're trained well you don't have the experience to make those quick rational thoughts or even come up with great ideas because you haven't been around it for fucking 25, 30 years. Yeah, it's so, like uh, going to war, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like a, a fresh newbie going to war compared to a, a veteran or a, like yeah. a military, uh, you know. Uh, the other thing I've been around for a while. I know we're getting ready to go here. The one thing I just want to bring up quickly is the, the other thing that's weird about this is just not just the lack of coverage, which we already know is happening, but they're actually like literally handcuffing reporters that are trying to investigate this situ yeah, situation. I've seen that. And so I don't have what was the deal with this guy? Because I heard that he was actually being uh, obnoxious as well. I, I don't know. Listen, I, I I don't have the story. I just I've seen it. I've watched the video of it. Um, I don't. I'm not going to sit here and say that he was in the wrong or the right on this situation. Um, but I've seen enough school board shit. I've seen enough uh, random videos recently where people are are taken or removed from areas for being upset about a situation and asking questions about it. And I just don't like it. I think it's ridiculous. And there were I mean, people from the video. It looked like he was not yelling or no. being obtrusious and or there were atrocious. And no. Abrasive. And there were people in the crowd around him saying like, we're sorry, Bill, or whatever the guy's name is. They're like, we're sorry that, you know, we'll, we're sorry that this is happening to you. And he's just like, 
I'm just here to ask questions. I'm a freaking certified reporter. Like I have yeah. the right to ask questions. Uh, what's to say? What's his name? Um, I'm not sure here. The reporter Evan Lambert was charged yeah. with criminal trespass and disorderly conduct. Uh, was just said by the lieutenant there. According to several in a, reports, in an aggressive manner. Ooh. Yeah, he was the correspondent was arrested for being too loud after all reporters present were asked to remain quiet. Okay. I mean, come on, dude. Come on. Exactly, You're too right? fucking loud. And he was quote not listening to the officers. <laughs> oh God. Uh, they, but here's if you scroll up, it is actually a, a Republican, bro. Uh, and that's the thing that's annoying about this. Asked to remain quiet while Ohio Governor Mark DeWine, a Republican, was speaking. <sighs> Well, I mean, they're all full of shit, so it doesn't surprise yeah. me. I don't know. I, so I just arrested him. Yeah, <laughs> because he was talking while the governor, or he was. And you know he what? He was probably speaking up, going, "What the fuck are we doing here? What yeah. What is happening? Yeah. Like, you're not answering any questions." And they're he's probably getting irritated. So he's the no, new, I, new I heard that reporter. he was uh, asking the the mayor or the governor, whoever the fuck. Yeah. He was asking him about the health concerns. Yeah that the uh, locals were reporting and he's like what about all these health concerns that you i mean people are getting headaches the water is it is it safe and then i guess that was a big no-no and they arrested the guy um yeah so they were saying that uh the actual news nation uh bureau uh bureau chief mike whatever uh he said that he was told that he was being manhandled. Uh, he added that Lambert was talking very quietly to the camera and reporting on a very critical story when this all happened. So the whole nonsense about him being over the top. And maybe he was. But my point is, is if you're just speaking loudly and trying to get a, your question answered, like, really? Yeah. You're going to be removed? Uh, it just makes the whole thing even fishier. That's it. It does. Yeah. And you know what's even fishier is Newsweek fact-checked it, okay? Mm. All right. So Newsweek if Newsweek yeah. is fact checking it, you better uh, you better believe your bottom dollar. This thing is fake. Okay, so just uh, don't worry about Evan Lambert. He's yeah. fine. Yeah, it's all fake. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. We'll see. We'll see what happens. I I do think that it's like uh well apparently the fire's done, right? Is that the case now that it's no longer burning or is it still smoldering? I have I have no idea. I don't know. Um, we're not going to know, and I don't know that everybody's going to tell you right away because I don't think they really honestly know uh, how bad this could be or if it's nothing. It may be you're going to have headaches, nausea. Yeah, maybe maybe the effects actually turn out to be a nothing burger, and yeah. everyone's kind of overthinking it. Hopefully that's the case. Right? I hope it is because I don't want to see anybody get hurt. Yeah, I just fear that it's going to take years, maybe, you know. Maybe months to find out, but like it, I, it's like going to take time. Like it'll turn into these one of those huge class action things that ends up happening ten years down the road. And like, if you live yeah. in this area, you yeah. need to get in contact with whatever. Did you see a train blow up? Yeah, you could get millions did from you, the government. Yeah, did you live in Palestine, Ohio? Yeah, in the year whatever. I, yeah. You know, the big thing is, guys, we're going to know right away with these workers. I mean, the people that were down in the field actually trying to put this shit out and blowing this thing up, like. Same with Chernobyl. Those guys were the ones that were the most hit immediately. Yeah. And uh, we're going to know real quick. They're going to have the first effects, of, if, if anything. Or are we going to find out, though? Or probably are they going to pay their families to shut up? No, probably not. You probably won't. You probably won't. I mean, yeah. The uh, If they, if people are actually going to start having, like, big-time health consequences from this, they're probably going to pay people and, like, shut people up for as long <laughs> as they can. Yeah. And that's usually the way it goes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was just uh, the cold weather, guys. You know. Yeah. 
causes uh, asthma and shit and uh, heart attacks. Yeah. So. Cold showers. <laughs> yeah. Don't do it. Don't do it. <clears throat> Anyways, right. guys, happy Valentine's Day. Uh, you guys, be safe out there. You never know what's going to happen, but uh, hopefully you enjoy your family, uh, your wife, your single yeah. together, or just yourself. You know what I'm saying? Enjoy yourself. Because you can pleasure yourself, too. You know what I mean? You can do No matter too. what, lube it up and protect yourself. Yeah. Okay? yeah. <laughs> we don't need more kids in society. No, we need lots of them. Lots of kids. Oh. Eat kids. lots of chocolate. Yes, there you go. Chocolate's a good mm. cure for uh, chemicals. You know what I mean? Uh, I don't know about that. I make that up. Uh, Greg, always a pleasure, dude. <laughs> All righty, everybody. Sayonara. Sayonara.